I must be the only one who loves Saint Anger that that entire album. Mm. Just, just I, li- I listen to it. <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to load or reload like at all. Do you know that you flush it out? You flush it out. Saint Anger around my neck. You flush it out. You flush it out. He never gets any respect. <laughs> <laughs> was this album written by Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> he gets no respect. <laughs> I like some kind of monster. That was a cool. It's song. not even on the album. Is it really not? No. Are you serious? It's not on the album. Is that just on like the accompanying DVD or whatever? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Maybe that's why I liked it because I watched that first and watched like Rob. That was the first one with Robert Trujillo, right? Yeah. 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 So like they were all in the studio. Like well, maybe. well, Bob. Ronnie well, Dangerfield. Actually, too. Bob. Um. Oh my god. Tiki Bob. Yeah, Tiki Bob. He's everywhere. No, what's his name? Bob, wait, um... Wait, are Metallica also on Ear Sausage Studios? Mm, yes. Ear Sausage Studio artist. Metallica. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel our, our first signing. Sweet. <laughs> Tiki Bob is impressed. See? He's, he's giving me the impressed face. <laughs> Very impressed. <laughs> it's the same face he always wears. You liar. Me mug. Wait, you were about to say something, but I interrupted you with some stupid shit. Uh, I don't show. know. I'm hoping. Can we just say a bunch of things that get us canceled so I don't do this podcast? Anymore? Yeah, let's, let's just start over. <laughs> let's, let's start. <laughs> we just do ads. Those will all get us canceled, I'm sure. <laughs> your ads will. <laughs> and half of mine. And your porn. <laughs> well. It's episode four, and we're already out of stuff to discuss. (laughs) So it's been a audience. It's been great talking to you. Um, Bye. (laughs) All right, Jay. Who is the main topic brought to you by? Oh God, it's my my turn for the. You know, they sent us in some some sponsors, and not crazy about any of these, but I mean, they paid us, so we literally have to say them. Yeah, sixteen figures. No, this one. This one was only four figures. Oh, okay. This is like the worst. This was four finger discount. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a five finger discount, but, but you lost your thumb. So you really got, you really got four fingers. You said fingers. I said figures. <laughs> one of us is drunk. <laughs> All right. This segment is brought to you by Toilets. You let us pee in you. Unlike my girlfriend who called that an unsettling proposition. Toilets. I love how the ads uh, that they keep giving you to read, they, they never like list what company they they're are. Not anything. For they're so, anything. They're, they're all for generic. Toilet. Buy a fucking toilet, dude. If you don't buy a toilet, everybody then, can use more toilets. Then you're a hypocrite. <sighs> <sighs> well, we might as well just call you Tucker Carlson if you're not going to well. buy a toilet. Well, well, actually, they're looking for a new uh, anchor, Nick. Oh, it could be me. Yeah, it could be you. I'll, I'll mumble all the fucking day over there. <laughs> They'll love it. <laughs> Well, I'd tune in for that. We can't, we can't, we can't air that ad. <laughs> we can air toilets. Yeah. You, you want to add toilets? Right, right. First, uh, okay. First two minutes of the podcast. <laughs> toilets. No, no, no. We'll just jumble it around. All right, no problem. Just like, just go into logic and just cut, yeah. the, cut okay. this entire sound my, file my, up. My fingies f- already hurt. <laughs> they really hurt.
right. From editing. All right. So that uh, that was our ad. For, that was our um, main topic was brought to you by toilets. Our main topic of the day is musical wait, taste. Wait, wait. Oh. You keep forgetting. Who are we? Oh. We're famous for one, but who are we? I'm Nick. Oh God, of course you're Nick. Do we have to go in the same order every time? No, of course not. Okay. Wait, yes, we do. Just kidding. No, we don't. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> so actually, hold on. Let me cancel the podcast. Yeah, it's hold on. Hold on. Wait, delete, 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 delete. Wait, delete, so delete, delete. Fix it. Oh, oh, delete. Okay, and we're back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jace because I'm first. <laughs> okay, Nick, you go first. <laughs> I'm Nick. <laughs> That's it. You're the worst. <laughs> Uh, I'm Mike, the guitar player, and um, yeah, please cancel us. I don't want to do this anymore. Just joking. <laughs> I'm Jace. I'm the old, bald, fat, pigeon-toed one whose bones are made of shampoo, and I sit when I pee. I just learned that right now. <laughs> I'm Nick. <laughs> you can't go twice. You know you that twice. That's like three times. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Okay, now that that's out of the way. Not as thick as I drunk you in. Mike will edit most of this out. Thank you, Mike. Well, seven billion listeners have left now. There's only (laughs) one billion left, guys. All right, we got to do it for the billion. Musical taste. What we're into. Uh, First, I want to preface this by saying that there is no such thing as the best band or the best artist as whatever your favorites are. No, I disagree. Except Neil Burton, but... <laughs> and if uh, you guys didn't catch our last episode, that was part of the drinking game. Is uh, you take a drink every time Nick mentions meal, meal part. <laughs> you will die. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You will definitely die. I guess I'll go first since you guys oh. did so. Uh, all right. So my taste would be definitely classic rock, progressive rock, indie rock, rap, and a little dance, a little tiny rap. A little bit of dance. Rap is basically just Beastie Boys, NWA, and Eminem. That's about it. NWA, you mean like McRen? Um, we're not allowed to say what NWA stands <laughs> for, actually. <laughs> no, it's right there. We got a poster. It's McRen. It's Izai. It's it's Yilla. And uh, Dr. Dre. Um, <laughs> At least you got one of them, right? <laughs> what about the first one? Oh, oh, we can't say that on on TV. It's 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 cool. <laughs> a sick you bay. It's sick you bay. He looks, uh, he looks fucking young. Though. So I just I gotta say, Nick, good. you drive at one time. You pulled up to practice, and uh, you were just <laughs> blasting an NWA song, and you were the one of the whitest people I know. And it's just so funny yeah. to, to, to see you just rap it along, love it, <laughs> and all the solo stuff too. It's so great. All about it, uh, but yeah, that does it for rap indies. I like uh, like Foster the People, Two Door Cinema Club, Little Black Keys. So not like the real deep indie stuff that nobody knows. More of the more popular stuff. By dance, I mean like maybe a little bit, you know, just one off songs like yours, like a disco one or whatever. Uh, but yeah, mostly classic rock. So I actually did make a list of my favorite bands. But if I say it really quick, maybe it won't be boring. It's it's already it's already Rush, the most DC, boring. Guns N' Roses, Dream Theater, Dave Matthews Band, Pink Floyd, Van Halen, Genesis, The Who, Yes, Muse, Eagles, Led Zeppelin. Mike, cut all that and post. <laughs> <laughs> Skip to the good shit. After that is more like honorable mentions: Boss Metallica, Queen, CCR, Def Leppard, Journey, World Blood, Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Studio Cinema Club. Foster people. It's literally just gonna. <laughs> we, we're just gonna skip to the end of that and just give their good out chili peppers. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> so so Nick, what um what were you listening to when you first started playing drums? Rush. That's the one that matters. Yeah. What were you listening to when you first touched a boob? Ooh, Rush. Really? <laughs> you found a wait, wait, was was it a fat dude or was it a girl? I'm always listening to Rush, so you never know. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I'm going to assume, just, just because I know you and you're married to a woman, I'm going to assume that it was a girl. Uh-huh. Um, you found a girl that let you listen to Rush and touch her boob at the same time? Oh, like dirt. Oh, actually, that's a good question. Um, definitely Dave Matthews. I'm trying to think of what's earlier than that. I'm not sure. Hmm. Kill Switch Engage one time. Really? That was pretty awesome. Nice. Uh, and then another time Iron Maiden. That was another that was another interesting yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what, what song? I want to say it was like Hollow Be That Name, which is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mine was um Hollow Be That Name. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Mine was uh, Third Eye Blind. <laughs> You're ever, yeah. I've heard this story before. Have you? Yeah. Oh God, I'm such a repeating ass whore. What? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, audience. Sandy, 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 uh, Stefferson. What is his name? <laughs> Westerson. Westerson. See, I thought it was Westerson. No, so I was Westerson. trying to. I was trying to vote for Westerson, but then you clarified that it was Westerson. He does. He did send us another campaign ad. Oh man, would you like I, your segment we'll, to be brought we'll, to we'll run it a little later? We'll run it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. When, when, whenever, whenever there's an appropriate segment, that would. That would do Sandy Wesserson justice. Okay. Let's do it. That's then. what he's out for is justice for front axles. <laughs> oh, God. Of Volvo, so. Specifically, his axle of his 91 Volvo. Yes. Now, it's, what kind of thing, Volvo is this? This thing's still kicking. Oh, it, it's, it's a hatch. It's, I mean, that's oh, a, a the wagon ish yeah. thingy. Yeah. yeah. All right. All Boxy right. Straight, straight six. Yeah. You open up the hood, you can walk inside of it and work on the engine. It's still at the same rocking time. it. It's coming up on a half a million miles and it's still going strong. Well, I mean, it was. It's not all original parts <laughs> anymore, but you know, it was. It was all original. It was worth a fortune of twelve hundred dollars. Now it's actually team. increased in value. Twelve hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> well, who's next? Who's next now? Uh, that, that was Nick's entire go. What a waste! I don't. I mean, I can. I can rip Keep, off that for an hour. I, mean, I thought we how, were going to do. Do you want I, me to streamline it or no? I thought we were going to do. Um, most influential bands, and then I mean all of them taste. basically. So like like the prog rock stuff, obviously with the Russian Dream Theater and Van Halen, uh, not Van, uh, Genesis and Pink Floyd. Give me, give me. Uh, you know, I always preferred more instrumental stuff. Give like, me David Lee Roth. Uh, little little yell there. Wow! Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. <laughs> that was not great. <laughs> all right, reverb for that. Yep, <laughs> yep absolutely. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me the uh, yeah. <laughs> give me oh, yeah. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know we sit i i kind of just sit back and drink beer while these guys are doing this but they sit there and practice van halen songs for like two hours during practice when we should be actually working on real music to you know bring to you people is van halen not real music to you jay Ooh, wait, wow. wait is is he listening from, yes. God damn it. He's Wait. watching us now. He's like Santa Claus. Is his son watching? <laughs> Wolf, Wolfgang Puck doesn't care. <laughs> Wolfgang Puck. Is that really his name? Is that really his name? Wolfgang his name is, Puck? Is, it's Wolfgang Van Halen. Oh, jeez. 
how about this? What was your what was your guys' first real album you brought that was not a greatest hits, not a soundtrack? It was an actual just a one off, not a live album, just a regular one off album. What was your first one? Like first one off album? Yeah, you that, said, you, that like, you bought. Um not a greatest hits or anything like that. No, no, no it, it was American Idiot. I agree. There you go. Jay? God damn. Mine was Waking Up the Neighbors by Brian Adams. That's nice. So I, I was super into Brian Adams when I was a little kid, a really little kid. I saw a, I had like um, a guitar magazine, you know, from Sweetwater, whatever the heck the version was at that point, you know, when I was six mm-hmm. and I saw a, the Sunburst Stratocaster in there and I wanted it so bad. And I happened to see MTV and Brian Adams was playing my guitar and he released an album called Live, Live, Live. And I was smitten. I was all into Brian Adams and the Stratocaster. And so I bought um, Waking Up the Neighbors, which had Everything I Do, I Do It For You. It had Thought I Died and Gone to Heaven. It had Can't Stop the Thing We Started. Basically all of his big hits. From, I don't know any of those. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. It, it's, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. That, 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 that takes me right back to like sitting there playing Mega Man on uh, my you, you know this one. Yeah, this is the no. no, it's the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves soundtrack. Come on. Everything I, I do, know. I do it for you. Oh. So skip to the chorus. Everything I do, I do it for you. Something like that. That's exactly right. <laughs> you should have sang it, not Brian Adams. Jesus Christ. You know this song is six minutes long? Oh my god. It's no 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 the radio edit is not. That one is because at the end it's like bang 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 and then it's got this whole extra solo shit. <laughs> Where's this chorus? That's it? Wow. It's kinda no. understated. This was produced by Mutt Lange, so oh. it's all it's all um it's all soul and so Well speaking of Mutt Lange, my first album bought was produced by Mutt Lange. Really? Uh, back in black. It might have been hmm. moving pictures. I'm not sure which one. But We're basically music brothers. <laughs> Fuck Mike. He's not part of this. Did, did we did just you, become best friends? <laughs> did he die a long time ago? Because there's Who? like no Who, Mutt? Mutt. Yeah, there's like no interviews of him. Nothing. I don't think it was a long time ago, but I do think he. I, th- I do think he died. I don't think. I don't think Wait, the, we can look uh, this up. We, we all have fucking computers. In I, don't, I don't think the lifespan of a man named Mutt is very long. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mutts actually live longer than purebreds. That is true. That is true. Says he was born in '48. Um, forty-eight. Died. Really? He was. Yeah. Wow. Wow. No, he's wow, still wow. he's still alive. I, but there's nice. zero. I swear that is no, a true baby there's boomer. Not one. His interview. parents came home and went right to work. <laughs> he produced ACDC, Def Leppard. <laughs> By work, you mean sex work. <laughs> he produced Foreigner. Not, but not like... Not, they like, made, not like sex work, sex work. Uh, yeah, not like sex working. <laughs> but like, <laughs> he produced Michael Bolton. Business. The but cars. not like sex business work. <laughs> but just like business sex. <laughs> Huey Lewis. <laughs> Billy Ocean. Celine Dion, Britney Spears. Wow, man. Maroon wow. 5, Lady Gaga. Wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Nickelback, unfortunately. Oh. And Muse. No, that makes can, sense. Can, I mean, they're they're one of the biggest bands of all time. Can I just do a it? hot take? I don't mind Nickelback that much. I don't like them, but I don't mind them. Bite your tongue. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> one thing about Brian Adams. He did Adams. Highway to Hell as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for those about The Rock. He, he did like the best three of like each each of those bands. For Def Leppard, he did their best three: uh, Pyromania, Hysteria, and the one before that, um, 
had like two hits on it. Oh, Dark Horse though. High Water or something. Cool. Nickelback, Dark Horse. I was thinking he maybe did like. Uh, this, uh, am I gonna say it? Just just put porn sounds in for this part right here, Mike. No, nah, in, in the future. I, I, you know the you know the one where like the the Spider Man they had the song on Spider Man. <clears throat> oh oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like I'm that. so high, okay. I can see heaven. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trust you. Oh, but, but heaven. No, is is that is no? That I think it's something about a hero can save us. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That, that, that's it. That's that's it. Hero can save us. Won't listen anyway. Yeah, if you would have given me two goddamn measures, I would have gotten there. Won't <laughs> So, okay, so let me ask you. So, with Brian Adams, mm-hmm. the song Thought I Died and Gone to Heaven, when I was a little kid, I was probably, I don't even know how old I was, but I was listening to that song on repeat on my little cassette recorder, and that's when I turned on. You guys know what I'm talking about? When, like, you suddenly realize where, where like, you're, you're dropped from being a child where, like, no time exists and everything is just everything and there's just, like, colors and lights and all this shit. And all of a sudden, like, you realize that, like, oh, shit, you're mortal. And you have a finite amount of time before you die. And you're Man, suddenly... This is, this is really heavy for Brian of Adams. <laughs> no, no, but, but that, that's just it. I remember, I remember sitting on my swing set... In like the you know like the little one that's like a kind of like a bench that's like across from each other and it's yeah. still like swings. Uh, viewers can't see I'm moving my hands like a swing. It's very entertaining, <laughs> I'm sure. And I was listening to that and I suddenly I turned on, <laughs> and that's that's my claim to fame with that song. It, that blew my fucking mind. And all of a sudden I realized that like a song was not just this infinite experience that it kind of is when you're a kid mm. that can just repeat over and over and over. Like, um, I don't know, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, the, those songs that, and like uh, yeah, the yeah, Lamb yeah, Chop yeah. song, all these songs that you can just listen to over and over and over and just that, drive That your... song in the movie, Rocket Man, was hilarious. <laughs> the way what is? John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah. You remember that part? He's in the, the sleep deprivation thing or whatever, the, 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 the sensory deprivation thing, trying to go to NASA, and the other guy's on the other side and he can hear him. And he's entertaining himself with like sock puppets and shit the whole time for hours and hours. Might have been a few days. And he does John He does it for several hours. And the guy on the other side is like being tortured. So he goes quiet. <laughs> and we go the people. John Jacob Jacob. And he kept waking up the other guy. He's just trying to sleep and get through this. <laughs> it's, it's a great movie. I forgot that comedian's name. Um, Andy Howard or something? Sorry, no. H. No, it's Andy. What, the one Rocket Man? Yeah. No, it's Andy. Um, Kaufman. Call. Call. Andy. No, not Kaufman. That's the guy from Taxi. Yeah, that's what Rocket Man. I'm about. thinking of a different Rocket Man. The, the the guy the the cop from I'm thinking of Man on the Moon. <laughs> oh, such a great, Man such a such a great movie. The, the guy that played the cop from Dumb and Dumber, and he drank the piss bottles. That guy. That guy was the star of this other one. Is it named Rocket Man? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I, I'm really mad that you guys interrupted me because now I can't remember. Oh, I sorry. But no, how old were you when you first? <sighs> I feel like I was seven or eight because I, I wasn't I wasn't a super I mean, I still fit on the swing. And I remember I also had the tape of Jagged Little Pill and I would listen to mm-hmm. that over and over and over mm-hmm. as well. But thought I died and got to heaven. I distinctly remember that song ending, and I was suddenly turned on. I was 
in life. I was mortal. I was in time. And things went on from there. And here I am. (laughs) Here I am. In a cover band. In a a cover band. What's what's interesting about the cover band is... I I know being in a cover band is not exactly a prestigious thing, right? Like, no no one dreams of being in a cover band. The difference is, I actually did. I remember a long, long time ago, probably over 20 years ago, I had this dream where I was singing uh, Under the Bridge, and it was in a cover band, and it was it was kind of a different version of it, but it it sounded really good. Um, it was it was like a reharmonization of it. And I remember this dream, and I was like, man, I would love to just be in a cover band singing songs that I love. And here I fucking am. You made it. I made it. How you doing? Your dream? This is my dream. How <laughs> weird is that? How weird is having a dream to be in a cover band and actually living it? And you got to play Hanson for a little bit. <sighs> Someday we'll talk about the gig we played Hanson, and they never let us play it again. <laughs> oh, in Sioux Falls? No, this uh, this was this was at one of one of my bands that we played in the Florida Keys. The guy, our band leader, was like, "This is blah blah blah's favorite song ever." Mm, bop. And then we started playing it, and the dude was like either super homophobic or something, or just was ashamed, and he never let us play that song again. He's, he's like, if you guys play the song again, you're fired. Amazing. <laughs> he, he was that crazy about it. I think it's a great song. I I, I, won't, I won't go into that yet, but I, I do intend to talk about Mbop literally every single episode, <laughs> for just so you guys know. Something handsome. Yeah, something handsome related. So I, I feel like... So well, I feel hold, like... Hold on, hold on. You, you oh, need yours to be brought by somebody. I, I, well, <laughs> Your well, segment. well, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go in... I guess I am going to go into it, but I need, um, I need beer. Yeah, I was... I, was, and, I, was uh, I got a box beer. of beer over here. Yeah, but that's like the warm-up beer. This is the real beer that we're going to drink now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we need to start putting a beer can in front of the door. So every time Nick leaves. <laughs> well, we should have a lock. Oh, there's a lock on the inside. This. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's do it. Let's do it. Our, our, but, our two. Oh, but, but hold on. Uh, have them pass the beer through. And then we'll, oh, the, yeah, them, yeah. Them we'll lock it. Yeah, up. we have to have a. We could possibly put like an electric door on there that only allows beer through. <laughs> and he tries to walk through. We grab the beer. He gets shocked to death. What, what do you think? The cold? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh. crack, I'm gonna crack this and give you the. Ah, right. sounds good. Yeah, All right, geez, folks. Like oh yeah. Oh. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I need the pouring sound. Mm. Wait, wait, bring it down. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's not gonna be that loud into a taster. It was. It was for a second. That's for Jay or no? No, it's for me. What the fuck? Do you oh, got one for Jay? Well, use that one for Jay. That mean for you. I'll take the dirty one. I don't care. What a, what a terrible I, host. I'm all about dirty seconds and shit. He just gets himself a glass. <laughs> which which beer is this? <sighs> this next segment <laughs> is brought to you by Grim Artisan Ales. Uh, this is Interspecies Small Talk. Cold Double IPA. Ooh, I like Deepas. They are. It is Grim Artisan Ales, right? I did that yeah. off the top of my head. Right. That's Shout the, out to Grim. That is the official. Yeah. Arguably my favorite brewery. Shout out to Mozambique. Really? They're still listening. Yeah. Not anymore. 
Oh yeah, we we alienated them by you thinking they were a person. <laughs> oh, it's like a tiny glass of beer. <laughs> Grim is located in Brooklyn, New York. They have like usually like twenty ish on tap. Some food, not a lot. I haven't been there before. This was canned on March twenty first, twenty three. Not bad. Everybody was really friendly the one time I went there. They don't do flights though, but they do like you know like five or six ounce pours, and they're they're rooting for me to try them all. <laughs> I couldn't make it. There was too many. I I think I stopped after like eleven or twelve. In like an hour. Wait, did you <laughs> quickly? Did you go from like work, or did you drive all the way down to the Brooklyn? No, that was um, anniversary. I was able to convince Kelly to uh, to go out to to Grim for an hour, hour and a half. Mm. But we'll get out there again sometime. Okay, I, I got a picture of my tiny glass of beer, but I'm holding it super close to the camera, and the camera's super far away, so it looks like a giant glass yeah. of beer. <laughs> Wow, no one could ever use that picture. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> All right, so it'll just get lost Mike's, on my phone. I don't care. Mike's segment of his uh, favorite bands, or which are the bands that made him, however you want to put it, is brought to you by Budweiser. In an effort to double down on our disastrous marketing campaign, we are pleased to announce the forthcoming Rainbow Bud Light 2.0. It is back and better than ever. We have partnered with Skittles to not only bring you a delicious can, but a delicious rainbow-flavored beer through the power of Skittles. The 2.0 not only stands for twice as good, but we also removed half of the alcohol from the beverage, making it only 2%. We are certain that you will love it, especially Kid Rock. Rainbow Bud Light. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Thank you, Bud Light. Thanks, Thanks Bud Light. And Heisenbusch. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll review your beer on my tapped, my untapped account. I, I, I want to look. I guarantee sales were probably up after all this. No, no. They're significantly down. They're down? They're down 17% and volume is down even further. Why Why are people so scared of rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> it's what they represent. In, <laughs> this, this is a political warning here. Interesting fact. Both Tucker Carlson from Fox and Don Lemon from CNN were separated from their various stations on the same day and they're both the most polarizing figures of both of their they should switch networks wife, wife swap wife swap <laughs> wife swap <laughs> I love a- that anchor swap actually that's really good I, I was so surprised that Don Lemon didn't get fired like years ago because every I mean for you know, a million other reasons but every single um, New Year's Eve it, they film it live and he's wasted every time he's taking <laughs> shots like with everybody he's drink after drink he's belligerent slurring his words every single New Year's Eve like seven in a row or something that would be that's something I can relate to <laughs> I, I think wow. I would like Don Lemon if I knew that Don aspect Lemon, of him come on the podcast <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yes Don Lemon you are invited to the wait what are we called again we're a band we're, we're, we're in a band, a band. <laughs> You've had one too many shot glass sized beers. <laughs> oh my god! Why did we start? We're a band. Hey, you asked me. Why did we start this podcast sober? We should have made the beer cold sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's starting to get entertaining. Tucker Carlson, if you want to come on the pod, um, we'll do it. Yeah, just, just don't just, come on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> just come in, into the pod. <laughs> come. Before you get out of your car, he when also, you're here. He also has to depoof his hair. He's not allowed to that hair. 
I love his middle school haircut. He does have a middle school haircut. <laughs> he uses a brush. Who still uses a brush? Come on now. <laughs> he uses a fro pick and like gets it oh, nice and booth. Man, none of that made the podcast. And now we're talking about my influences and no, are we doing influences and and influences is this, slash yeah, just, just whatever you're under the influence of. Just talk about right, it. Well, right now it's Grim Artisan Ales. No, uh, is that a sponsor? Small talk. Interspecies. Interspecies. I'm into that. They Go can on. definitely sponsor us with many, many cans of beer. That'd be great. So, uh, what was I going to say? So, I feel like uh, I started... My my thing, and I heard I heard the guys, uh, Matt Stone Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, from South Park. I, I always mix their names up. <laughs> I say like Trey Stone and... Matt Matt Farker Farker Matt Farker <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they'll wipe their tears away with $100 bills yeah. $1,000 <laughs> bills they got the $1,000 bills actually <laughs> that's so rich but uh, anyway they're th- they're um, I heard them say once that like it was like you're 12 is when you find like your actual like musical like like awakening now you were much younger it I've, seems like I've heard, well, well like, no 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 that that, that was different the, the, okay. the the study i think they were talking about was actually they said when you're 14 yeah that's like your musical yeah, like, like tw- 12 to 14 probably yeah like 12 is when you f- first realize like until then it was just like i listened to like whatever was in the radio in the car yep. so like whatever was on the radio the cars will be playing this band pretty much which is just 90s and 2000s alternative rock you know so anything that you know was on top 40 for the most part um and then once um like once i started like actually like figuring out that i was a my own independent human which is around like 12 years old i started getting punk and that's when green day came in that's why i said american idiot was probably actually i didn't buy that one my dad gave me a CD and it was I had Mark. It was a burnt CD, so it was a, it was a red <laughs> copy. So I didn't buy one. I did buy um, one thousand smoothed out slappy hours. That's a compilation of a Green Day's like first like three EPs. It's like nineteen Whoa. songs. Yeah, it's like one like one thousand hours was their first album or something. But then there's like an EP which is smoothed out sloppy hours, so they put them together. Interesting, because um, I was thought I was thought Dookie was their first album. Nah, they have two albums before Dookie. That's their major label debut. I feel that's a way with a lot of bands because Hanson has one before. <laughs> it all comes nowhere. back to Hanson. It all comes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is what you're going to learn about this uh, podcast right here. This is really a homage to Hanson. No, Hanson. Their first album is called Middle of Nowhere. Right, that's the one they were on Mercury Records. That's what one that bought Middle of Nowhere. All their hits, but they had one before that that is absolutely unlistenable. Really, like our podcast. It's. <laughs> fucking terrible shout out to our podcast it's called it's called boomerang and none of them there none of them have balls that have dropped and like there's their voices are all like in the stratosphere it sounds like if um i thought thought monks weren't they were all like nine and ten there's no way they hit puberty then no it was it was bad but even mbop no 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 because mbop you can hear isaac hansen which is the older brother he was 16 at the time uh so at, at the time Taylor was fourteen. He's the he's the middle oh, so, one. Okay, so yeah, but he, the drummer, right? The dr- was yeah, yeah, he drummer, was the drummer was the young one. Yep, drummer was eleven. I got you. I got you. <clears throat> yeah, but their first album is unlistenable. But I was wondering what uh, the first 
Green Day CDs would actually sound yeah, like. Yeah, so then there's Kerplunk. And actually, Welcome to Paradise is on Kerplunk. Really? Yeah. God damn. Oh, I, got, I, I remember. I got to say, since stop saying really to I listened to the last podcast. I say really? that all the time. <laughs> really? Ooh. Okay. Oh, really? Actually. Audience, uh, I promise this is the last time I say really. I'll I'll, uh, I'll just uh, play it for you real quick because, uh, you know. Can, can you find can you find Hanson's boomerang? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think that's probably on YouTube or some shit. This is demo. Okay. Hey, this is an album. Oh shit. Yeah. That snare is so weak. This is Trey Trey's first album, by the way. So nice. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, and that's cool. I feel like you know what's funny. I feel like their first album sounds better. Hold on, uh, I will. Uh, As in Dookie? Here. No, One Thousand Hours. It might. It, it, I I always know it as. Wow, they're so old now. I'm just looking at them. They're just like fifty year old men. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so like that was like Green Day was like my first like my musical awakening where I was like, oh, I'm my own human, and I had like a American Idiot shirt with a heart hand grenade and all that shit i listen to album i listen to album literally like is it bad that i've listened now i probably listen to album like 800 times i'm not even like exaggerating you know what i mean like just over and over like on the bus to school on the bus back from school like every day like constantly i miss those days we had the cd player yeah. i didn't have an mp3 player yeah when so, you didn't have yeah. mp3 players when you didn't have every album in the world at yeah. your fingertips yeah. when like you bought an album and that was what you listened to I had until a little, like you, a traveling case so you could fit like five cds yeah in it. yeah exactly and, 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 and your walkman or the cd player i had the one with a little squiggly it was like a, it was like a bright red one and like a little it was a sony but it was it was pretty cool. It was one of the later ones. I, I had a Panashiba. It was like clear purple plastic. Hmm. <laughs> it was stupid. Did you ever have one that uh, didn't uh, like have the anti-skip? No, my Panashiba had anti-skip. I had, one, I had one on the bus that didn't have the anti-skip. Horrible. Yeah. It <laughs> I would just hold it there. I'm like, please do it. Dear mother, There'd be every fucking song. I'm trying to... Jesus, they have... Oh, my God. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Why are these not in chronological order? Well, while you're searching for that, this day in music... Uh, Left Eye from TLC died. And, when? Uh, How long ago? It was like 93, 94, Whoa. 95 After maybe. we had named our band after them? Yes. Okay, go on. <laughs> There's actually a documentary on it. I watched a little bit of it. She she was in, uh, she was vac- sort of vacationing, doing humanitarian stuff in Latin America somewhere. And she uh, they almost got in this bad car wreck. And she kept saying that <clears throat> she thought... Like a demon was literally after her, trying to kill her. And shortly after that, there was another car wreck, and she died in that. <clears throat> wow. It was pretty fucked up. Uh, also, Jimi Hendrix's guitar from Woodstock that he played sold for $295,000 in like 98-ish. That's it. That's all that. I feel so, about four years ago, Eric Clapton's Blackie guitar sold for about a million dollars. Did you say David Gilmore? 
No, <laughs> Jimmy, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix. Specifically the one from Woodstock. You, you said how much? Less than 300,000. Yeah, less than 300,000. And crazy. what year was that? It was, it was some Italian what, what, guy. What year was that? I, I think late it. 90s, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, now, if, if he sells that now, he's going to literally buy a country probably. The money <laughs> he's got, like, buy an I, island. I don't know, man, because I think the most valuable guitar right now is that... I feel like it's that Fender Stratocaster that's like covered in jewels and shit. Yeah, have you, you know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, it's it's like covered in diamonds and stuff. That's cheating. That was I don't know, man. Yeah, it really is. It really is cheating. Like it's not valuable because it's valuable. It's valuable. Two hundred ninety five dollars. Two hundred ninety five thousand dollars is what a like run of the mill, not that great of a shape, fifty nine less fall goes for now. Are you serious? Like, yeah, like a fifty-nine Les Paul goes for about three hundred grand. So is that why, like, the R nines and shit are, cost tens of thousands of dollars? The, the R nines are six thousand. That's not bad. But I'm, but I'm the one. but the aged versions that look like old guitars are like ten. But so that's that's the that's the uh, what do you call it? the uh, the trade off, right? It's like oh, it's a ten thousand dollar guitar. But a real fifty nine is three hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's insane. But and that's low end. They're probably more like five hundred for like good examples, good tops. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, you're talking like three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Probably just like finding it in someone's closet and it hasn't been touched and needs work and shit. Depending that's on how it's got working, blowing. dude. The, the one PAF is worth like the pickup. One of the humbuckers is worth like like. Five to ten thousand dollars for listeners. That means Jeez. patent applied for pickups. They never actually got the patent for these pickups, but they applied for them. They got the patent for them. Did they? Did they eventually yeah. get them? They got the. Well, it's funny because they, they um, it said a patent applied for because uh, Gibson. So a little guitar history here. Fender made the Fender Stratocaster, Fender Telecaster. If you look at them, they have these the the I guess. You know, I want to say like the, uh, how can I describe this? Underneath the strings, there's like these objects that are underneath the strings. Called, those are called pickups and they have magnets and wire and metal. Metal. <laughs> and, and, and metal. I thought you but, were uh, actually trying to explain that to Jay for a second. I was like, oh, I think he knows no, what that no, is. No, no. <laughs> I'm explaining it to the audience. What, what's ironic is because he was he was trying to dumb it down so much for the audience, I had no clue what he was <laughs> yeah, talking I about. I, I was trying to like be like as descriptive because like sometimes I'm like, yeah, the pickups are like, what's a pickup? So um, anyway, uh, the fenders had what you call single coils, which are just one of those. And they suffer from something called hum, which is like 60 cycle hum, which is that's about 60 cycle. <laughs> that's not bad, actually. <laughs> anyway, when you're playing guitar, it gets noisy sometimes if you have a lot of distortion on, blah, 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 blah. So uh, in the late 50s, uh, Gibson invented the humbucker, which bucks the hum, oh. which cancels out, which cancels out the hum. So it has... Two single coils next to each other that are in opposite polarity, and they cancel out the home. But anyway, they invented that, essentially, um, and then they put a little sticker on it so the patent applied for um, to warn off competitors trying to copy their, their like patent. Like Fender. Like Fender or anybody else. With their cabron. Which, yeah. is, which is funny because Fender never actually, for years, Fender never really had like a humbucker. They always had single coils. When like, did the Telecaster come out that had the humbuckers in it, or at least the? Pe- I the think people started modding their Telecasters to have them in, uh, in the in the um, 
neck position first. Like literally, probably some of the old ones have PAFs in them. Nice. Stolen from a SG or a Les Paul. But anyway, um, back to the sticker conversation. They actually went from patent applied for to a patent number. But if you looked up the patent number, it was like for something random. It was like the, on, on the guitar, like the bridge or something. I forgot what it was. But it wasn't for the humbucker, but it was like to warn off people like, oh, there's a patent on this. Because most people won't check. But the ones that say patent applied for are worth significantly more than the ones that have the patent number on them. <laughs> but so they're the same pickup made by the same people within like six months of each other or a couple so years. crazy. <laughs> that's collecting. But anyway. Yeah, See, that's this, why, this is why I'm we keep sure, Mike in the band. He, I'm pretty he, sure the humbucker came out '72. Teaches us this. Yeah, 1957. Okay, never mind. <laughs> your your Wikipedia made over by, there is made wrong. by Seth Lover. I well, I, you said you didn't know. I didn't know. Was that the guy, dude? I swear that's the guy that from Scott Weiland band that wanted to be in our music. No, no, it wasn't Seth. Dude, this guy. No, I just it has like random thing on the side. Is that the dude? Uh, almost. That looks so much like him. Oh uh, yeah, almost. Yeah. Listeners, if if you want to know what we're talking about, um, too bad. <laughs> you have to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we're showing. He's showing me a picture of some random fat dude with a. No joke. It's pretty true. It's but, not, and it's not me this time. Yeah, it's, Usually, it's, it's not Jay. Do you want to pour me some beer, Mike? Oh yeah, we, now we got some beer tree. Did you guys ever subscribe to any of those CD distribution sites like BMI or whatever? Yes, like, I no. have a hilarious story about that. Absolutely not. <laughs> really? So you didn't. I'm a very hey, cheap hey, person. That for yourself. A, a <laughs> lot of this is, this a lot is of, beer tree. Sorry, beer tree hyper swirl. Beer, oh, that looks like a hops plant on the can. Where do they make this? It is nice. That, that's you know you never heard of beer tree. I've heard of it. I've never literally been cans of beer grow from this tree, dude. The color of this beer is pink, by the way. Wow. Uh, Hook a brother up. Actually, it does say on it. Please, it says like somewhere on that I was reading. It says, "Please recycle me." Hold on. Uh, I like reading it because it said, "Please." It says something like, "Please recycle me." I oh. so I can turn into a new beer or something or like that. Uh, oh, that's a lactose heavy beer. I oh wait, hold on. Oh, here it is. Here it is. It tells <laughs> you what. It tells you store at thirty eight degrees, please. Re- recycle me. When I grow up, I want to be a new beer tree brew. That's tremendous. That, that, that's a that's a four and a half for me. Wow. Really? Yeah. I guess so. I, I I love any beer with lactose in it. Yeah, this does contain lactose. Mm. So the reason why I was asking you guys is. While Brian Adams might have been my first major artist that influenced me and was there when I turned on to being into real life, I bought a bunch of CDs through these musical distribution sites. Yeah. BMI. Yeah. BMI. Uh, I forget what the other one Sony, right? Sony's. Yeah. I forget what the other one But I got Nirvana. Um, I know I got Nevermind. In Utero, um, whatever their other first albums were. Or not first albums, but they only had like what, four, actual four studio albums, right? I got Yellow Card's um, album with Ocean Avenue through that. God, that was so much later. I think, it, I, I think it's I, called Ocean Avenue. I can't believe it that, that was still is. there. I got uh, Crash Test Dummies. Do you guys remember them? And, mm-hmm. I know the name. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ace of Bass. And those... I listened to the shit out of those as well, but they were never quite as influential as um, 
So my funny story about that is that uh, I remember my dad at the time being like, being like, oh, pick what you want out of these. And I was like looking at the prices and CDs were expensive even yeah. then. They were yeah, like they were $15, like, $20, yeah. which is like $175 today. Adjusted <laughs> for inflation from 2003 to now or whatever. <laughs> from 2021 to now. Yeah. But uh, um, they, uh, thanks Obama. They, uh, <laughs> it's all Obama's fault. Obama. So, so, uh, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, he was just like, he was like, just pick whatever you want. I was like, are you, like, I was like, oh, I have, he's like, yeah, just pick them more do you want. I was like, okay. So I picked up a bunch of CDs. They all came. He's like, pick some more. And then I was like, all right. And he was just like, and then he let me in. He was like, I'm never going to pay them. Just pick, just pick as many as you want. <laughs> just keep ordering CDs. Just keep on giving them. He's like, I'm never, I, he's like, I'm not paying them. They're just going to send me a nasty letter in the mail. We're going to throw it out. <laughs> so dude, we got I like, I oh, got like, oh, probably like 50. Oh wait. Uh, statue of limitations has <laughs> expired. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, we probably got I, maybe like 25 yeah, to 30, again. 30 CDs that we never paid for. A bunch of good stuff, like you know, it sounds about right. <laughs> and then we went into more conventional pirating when we discovered LimeWire. <laughs> Didn't you know, like well, American? I, I was like, oh, let me download AmericanIdiot.exe. Hold on, Jay. Did you uh, ever? Did you ever use Napster? I I never did. You, I you, used. You're old enough for no. I I was Laura's a Arbor little. That was house. a little bit before my time. <laughs> I was I was more like the Pirate Bay. And stuff after that. I used Napster once it became a legitimate music streaming site. Once Napster bought Rhapsody. Mm. Yeah, I remember Rhapsody used to allow five free plays a day. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Sweet. silly. Do you, wanna, five do, you, songs. do you want to hear the song that uh, caused the whole Metallica mess? Yes. Oh, why does it have to have a fucking dumb intro? Always. Mission Impossible. Two I was about to say Mission Impossible. I had that on cassette. This is this is the song that caused Napster, the whole Napster thing. It leaked before it was released. Not a problem, yeah. huh? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> he can't afford his G5 jet anymore. He's got to downgrade to a G3. Lars <laughs> Ulrich is crying because his fish tank that's made out of solid gold. He, or what, what it was like. He can't, he can't afford his fish tank made out of solid gold anymore. <laughs> it's got a platinum one instead or some shit. He has to get a silver one instead. I had no idea that was the song that... Yeah. Made the, I disappear. Oh, that's so crazy. Hey, 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 hey. Every time I, I, I was watching Mission Impossible like a couple of months ago, that one, like I was just, for some reason it was on like Amazon or something. We didn't have anything to do. I'm lonely. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I was watching it with, with my fiance. <laughs> no, that one. The second one. You the, could the, the be second one banging bad. some Dominican broad. <laughs> whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey. Whoa. Wow. I mean, it could have been, but instead I was watching Mission Impossible 2, and we both fell asleep. The second <laughs> one was okay. The, the third one was like, eh. That, that one had Miller C. R. Hoffman in it, but like the it, fourth, fifth, and sixth were awesome. You know, wait, what did you call him? I, I said Miller. I think. Miller. <laughs> Miller. His name did. is Miller Seymour Hoffman. I thought you said Miller Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> the famous actor Miller Seymour Hoffman. Oh, oh yeah, my he apologies. Was the guy in Dread Dread Dragon. <laughs> my sincerest apologies to the Hoffman family. You want some more beer? Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Do I? <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. Um, now, do you know what I remember about that uh, Mission Impossible 2? Is that um, Thandui Newton, I think her name is, from... Um, I'm sure you got that wrong. Westworld. Oh, that's is, her? That she's she the, looks the same age. Yeah. But black don't crack, babe. That's not her daughter. That's not her, that's not her daughter or anything. No, no, that's her. Yeah, no, she she doesn't age. Yeah, incredibly attractive woman. The please call me Danny. <laughs> I'll, I'll add that to the show notes this week. Oh boy. Um, uh, d- downloading music. Yeah, Thand. Thand. Well, her name was Thand. It's Thandalwee Noon. So go on. That's what I said. I was an Aries guy. What? Aries. You never had Aries? No. It was, I mean, know, it was the same thing. I mean, I'm an Aries, yeah. but that's all bullshit. That's not the kind so. of <laughs> did, did you guys ever get into a band because of just some random download? Mm. We haven't been in a million bands like you have. <laughs> oh, 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 you mean like when start liking a band? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and obviously, no, I mean, obviously it's supposed to like like just on YouTube, just like kind of browsing. Like you, yeah. you know, you play a song and it gives you the suggestions on the side. I, I'm talking before YouTube, no. like like way back in the LimeWire days and um, Kazaa, and I forget what else was before that. I haven't listened to the uh, Weird Al song in a while, but like I heard, my brother had actually downloaded Liquid Tension Experiment when the water breaks, which I think is from LTE two. Is that when the levee breaks? No, (laughs) it's all. It's a song. It's called "When the Water," like when a woman's pregnant, like her water. Yeah, you haven't heard the song. I probably heard it. I don't remember the title. There's a Led Zeppelin song called "When the Levee Breaks." Oh, I think it's a play. I think it's a play on that. You guys, you guys, "When the Water Breaks" by Liquid Tension Experiment Two. I mean, I've heard all their stuff. I just don't remember that title. It's a phenomenal. It's like a. It's a 14 minute song, and this this was when I was. I gotta say. 14, 15. I don't even remember how old I was, honestly. But it blew my fucking mind. And it was before I had really gotten into Dream Theater, any sort of progressive metal bands, any sort of like long, long form music. That and the, I, the song I, I was did, 14 minutes. I did have that in common with you because I did, um, I like as I was getting into Dream Theater, I was downloading random, random shit uh, from them. And some of it was Liquid Tension. I didn't know. I thought it was just Dream Theater. Yeah. And also some James Labrie solo stuff snuck nice. in there too. Right. So like I, the, the song drained from the Elements of Persuasion album. It's like it was like one of my favorite Dream Theater air quotes Dream Theater songs. I was like, oh, the song's awesome. And I found I was like, it's, it's not even them. I was like, what the hell? The song's awesome. What was your What was your first Dream Theater song that you just listened to over and over and over again? Uh, probably uh, Dark Eternal Night. Well, I, no, I, I um, can name mine for Gla- sure. Glass Prison, Glass Prison. That, that's still my favorite song from them. Take the time. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm I'm right in between you guys. I'm on um, Fatal Tragedy. That one song I listened to over and over mm. and over again. I bought the live version of. Yes. I <laughs> was actually just me. That wasn't James Lebrie at all. That was, that was, my, that was all, all Nick singing. For some reason, he makes me sing in the band, but like he's actually the real singer. Mike, you want to go grab another beer? No man, you're close to the door. God damn it! You're the beer guy. <laughs> and, and you and you can, you have the cool. You know what's so funny? I paid you pay mad money for these uh, Barodynamic. You know. No, those are Sennheiser, aren't they? No, these are Barodynamics. Oh, and uh, they have an attached cable. 
they pay mad money for these, and they and they're like, yeah, we haven't done anything since 1972 to <laughs> improve this experience. <laughs> and it was like you could people are like you can mod. I guess there's like a, a, a like a version two or a pro version of this or something like that that you can upgrade it. Uh, what we got now? Oh, so this so that four pack was only five ninety nine. Really? Yeah, for wow. that for whatever the beer that is, and he was like, "That beer is pretty good." And it was a hazy one too. I was gonna get it, but that's the first time I've seen Nick's eyes light up the entire <laughs> night. Cut, 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 cut. Well, <laughs> you'll never hear what he just said. <laughs> Put a little flag in there. It's from Beer Fest. Come on now. <laughs> so wherever Nick, whenever Nick is in in the room and there's a good deal, he knows. <laughs> He's, just, he's happy about it. Let's take a moment of silence for this good deal. Oh, that was a good wow, one. Wow, that's nice. Hold on, hold on. Nice. I just nice. got so hard right now. <laughs> I'm going to put so much reverb and delay on that. <laughs> it's going to sound like you're pouring that beer in It's not like, Niagara, a, commer- it's not, not like a commercial. I was going to say Niagara Falls, but that makes no sense. You were just... You were just <laughs> Pour a beer and you a just hear Niagara Falls, <laughs> just raging water like you're underneath the falls, like trying not to die. And trying to pour the beer. Or, or, or you're trying to catch like water in your glass from the falls and it just breaks your glass, knocks out of your hand. <laughs> Why did I do this? I don't know. It's pretty good. It's called uh, Fuzz Country, and it's by who does that say? I can't see. I can't see. But isn't it just? Half Acre? No, what is this? Yeah, Half Acre Beer. Chicago. You know, Chicago. Why I got, you know why I got this? At our gig on Saturday, you said, you know, good wit is good every once in a while. I said, yeah. That's not. That's and, a wheat. That's and not it's a wheat pale, but wit is wheat, bro. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it, it's good. Okay, all right, yeah. All right. So, it's not I, exactly a wheat, though. I know, I know I mentioned that I sit down to pee, but I'd also like to bring back... Um, the Dream Theater song. Yes. I bought that album. I bought their live album, Once in a Lifetime, on September 12th, 2001. Oh, shit. Wow. That, I don't know if you guys remember. So while everyone else is mourning, you're buying albums. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. It's September 11th, 2001. I couldn't go to recess that day. And it was, really was it Tuesday? God, you guys are fucking young. Sorry. And Tuesdays traditionally are when albums were released. Yeah, a and lot of media, movies, even exactly. Back in the day, yeah, like Tuesday. Mainly nowadays, it's like Fridays, but occasionally Tuesdays. But this album was released on September 11th, 2001, and it had a picture of the twin towers in flames, and it was it was a three disc album, and it had all of. Um, Scenes from a memory, and had a it, they did an entire other album with it and some other songs, but that album was quickly pulled from shelves because of that. But I listened to that shit like crazy because of Fatal Tragedy. Why did they pull it from the shelves? Because it's literally a picture of the Twin Towers burning that was released on 2011. Are you serious? Yeah. Look like, it up. You know, there's another uh, there's another one of your favorite bands that also had an unfortunate uh, album title. That was also released on September 11, 2001. Really? Do you want to take a guess? Fallout Boy. Jimmy Eat World Bleed American. No. 
Yeah. Are they, you serious? They had to postpone it, yeah. The release of it. I did not know that. Yeah, the name of it's Bleed America and it was 9-11. <laughs> it's a bad timing. Jimmy yeah. World was one of those that I was going to get into later because... What, I remember that I remember that video. I remember that, I remember that song very vividly. Our, our one topic, of my first good music experiences, actually, I should say. Our, our topic was influential music, right? But the thing is, like, neither none of us can pinpoint exactly what music influenced us at all times throughout our lives. Especially me, I'm I'm over forty. You guys are in your thirties. There's no way you can you can assess all of your entire musical no. experiences into just like one band or one album or whatever. A lot of times it's it's almost a, for me anyway, it's like a singular musician sometimes. Like yeah. I was really like I started playing bass, I was really into Cliff Burton. Really into like early Metallica and Cliff Burton and trying to like replicate his style and do all and blah 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 blah. But then I was also into Mike Durant from Green Day and I really like that like his style and blah blah blah. But anyway, yeah. That's the way I think about like influential bands is usually like someone's playing on a record or you know someone's style or something like that yeah. like influenced me when when i was when i was deployed to afghanistan i was into several there were several albums that like really like got me through that and third eye blind had one album that got me through that and it wasn't it wasn't their first album the red album but it was a uh, it was uh, into the vein but um one of the other big ones was uh jimmy world futures and that's I feel it's when I album. really got into Jimmy Jimmy World. Then when I got back uh, to the to the mainland, well, I wasn't even the mainland; it was Hawaii because I was stationed in Hawaii. But I got back there and I started listening to more Jimmy World. That's when I really got into Jimmy World. So I wasn't <clears throat> I wasn't into Jimmy World until I was twenty seven. But they yeah. they are still like one of my most favorite bands in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Um. For the listeners, the biggest hit off of Futures is uh, the song. Yeah, I don't want to play yes. too much. <laughs> That's the Such biggest a great hit song. off of Futures. Sometimes it can be like, you know, circumstance that gets you in, yeah. into something. Yep. Like, I got into indie rock um, not that long. It was like five, about five years ago. And Remy was just a terrible sleeper for quite a while. And I'd be up from, you know, anywhere between like midnight to four in the morning and you'd try to rock her to sleep and it wouldn't happen so I'm like, all right whatever I'll, if she's not gonna sleep might as well just take her out the living room turn the tv on the only thing that'd be on cable at the time mtv live would just show concerts on repeat and it was mostly like festival stuff like hangout festival and stuff like that and it was all indie stuff and they don't show any live music anymore i don't know why they even call themselves mtv live it's all just music <laughs> videos just rap music videos constantly i was like well this is just mtv2 mtv3 basically is what it is but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was like like Florence and Machine would get up there, and then all of a sudden be slightly stupid or Black Keys or yeah, it was really cool. I one of my biggest memories of Black Keys actually. The, the, this is a whole nother their newer uh, album, Let's Rock, one of my favorite albums. Dude, they're phenomenal band. I mean, like I, I'm actually gonna go and we could probably for me, you know, what's funny about like music. Um, in general, like like influencing me is actually video game soundtracks, like with FIFA, with like licensed music, really had an impact on me because I played. I don't know. I was an only child, you know, in rural suburbia. So like, I just sat in a room and played video games most of the time by myself. <laughs> so <laughs> sounds so, about right. But a lot of like video game music that had licensed music and actual songs on it would actually like influence my 
at, like outside that realm, like in real life, you know, type of listening experiences. I can name so many. Uh, I think one of our topic ideas was uh, was best video game soundtracks, but mm-hmm. things like you know. Tony Hawk Underground that had uh, fucking Quasimodo, which is if you don't know what Quasimodo is, uh, is that a song or is that a video game? No, that's an, it's, Tony Hawk in general had really great music. The first the Ace one, of Spades. the Ace yeah, of Spades. that was either the first or second one, but the first yeah. one had had Primus. Uh, Jerry was a race car driver, and that mm. shit blew my fucking mind. That got me into Primus and like the bass centric world of you can't really even call it pop music but definitely definitely rock pop music there's a lot of punk in there too yeah and once in a while they throw in like an older track in there you know this not yet this is on tony hawk on again <laughs> uh, skip to the middle no. I had it. This but is such I didn't a play dude, that much. This guy is not. I mean, there's millions of listens on this. Don't get me wrong. There's 11 million, but um, this is not like a super popular like. I'd never heard thing. that. What? But this is. I was. I was on. I was on. Uh, like playing Tony Hawk Underground. The song would be on quite a bit for whatever reason like it would always just like replay you were but, trying to get that 500,000 but I remember I remember listening to this right and then later on I got into MF Doom and all of a sudden I was listening to MF Doom and Mad Villainy is a crossover between MF Doom and Quasimodo yeah anyway cool good stuff what? Not as much into hip hop anymore as they used to be. Probably about like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, you, you know, that was something like as I was making my, my little list of my favorite bands, you know, it, there's two things. It's like, how much do I love this band? And also, how much, how played out is it? Where right now I'm kind of skipping past a lot of the hits that I used to really love because I've heard it a million times. You know what I mean? Yeah. I listened to. Third Eye Blind, the red album on the way here. Mm-hmm. And I skipped at least six of the songs. Wow. Because <laughs> um, Semi Charm Life, even though it's a song that we play, I can't stand to listen to it. No, I, I try to avoid that song. I, I try to avoid all songs we play because we play them so many times in practice and there, all that. There's some that I don't mind, especially ones that we've picked up recently in the last like <laughs> couple years. But... <clears throat> Yeah, some of the ones that I've been playing in cover bands, you know, since the early 2000s, yeah, I have no interest in, in keep listening to because there's n- it essentially or it eventually you're going to run out of new shit to pick up. Mm. Like like Christians can read the same verse in a Bible over and over and get something new out of it every time, but like I can listen to my own worst enemy by lit <laughs> over and over and I'm not going to pick anything new out of it. Yeah. It's mainly a matter of what we decide to do with it as a cover band. That's why Mike Portnoy would bring two drum sets in Dream Theater. You know, the, he, one side of his drum set is his regular stuff he does in all the uh, all the newer material and the other side is, is just arranged differently for all his older stuff so it keeps him entertained so he's playing it a little different. Because it's oh. like kind of backwards and different. Oh, I didn't weird. know that. Yeah, that's why he's got that jumbo set. It's the, the double-headed dragon. You ever, you ever been to his website 
where, you yeah. eat, where his, his drum says laid out and you click on everything and makes the sounds and stuff. It was cool. I haven't tried that part. Here, here's a good song. Narcolepsy. Yeah. That's yeah. that's one of my favorite songs. I think that's the one See, I touched, do you know what the best part touched, of the touched a boot. It's a Ben Fold song. Do you know, do you no. know the title of it. Do you know what the the best part of that song is? So like on. Yeah, this is some great. Th- that's that. one when we do our acoustic set. That's one I want to. I want to work out. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys awesome. have listeners, if you haven't listened to Third Eye Blinds, um, what, what's it called? Un Unplugged album. I haven't whatever. listened to that actually. It is so good. Yeah, here's another one. I, I never hadn't heard that uh, last song before. The, Narcolepsy, it's so good. Like, this is a really good album. Nick. The, the entire really Red album. album has God of Wine. It has Narcolepsy. It has all of their radio hits. It's, this is ex- another except one. for I only know four four of their songs. That's it. Yeah, this one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like the, I, I like the verse. Yep. Yeah, that's something I have. I haven't gotten into past hits yet for all alternative stuff we do. You know, I know the hits and I don't know anything after that. I, I feel the same way about Pearl Jam. Um, a lot of the a lot of the bands we do because that's the thing. None of us, none of us, none of us listen to exactly the same thing. No, I, I listen to a Perfect Circle and. Third Eye Blind, and some Jimmy Eat World, <clears throat> Nirvana, <clears throat> Hanson, Alice in Chains, all these bands. But you guys all listen to completely different stuff. But we kind of, we know enough of the same similar stuff that we can. This is one we should yeah. really do. I love, I love that. Song. What's, I would what's love that? to do that. That's Judith. Forgot to know the C sharp standard. Oh god damn <laughs> AKA just probably half step drop <laughs> drop C sharp. Yeah. I don't know. I would, I would have to transpose it. I don't know if I feel like dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. Like the one thing about being in a cover band is that like there's always like that like amount of work and playing it like absolutely correctly and then I have to balance the two. <laughs> like, and and that's one of the things that's one of the issues that myself and the guitarist of the last version of this band argued with a lot was what key are we going to play this in? Because personally I would rather stretch myself like my anus and (laughs) play it in the key that the song was recorded in. This guy insisted on playing everything a half step down. Right. And I, I don't, I don't like the half step down because I feel things sound weird, especially if you're relatively our age and you've been listening to these songs for 15, 20, 30 years and all of a sudden you hear it just a half step down, something is going to sound off about that. I, I don't think it can sound perfectly normal if if you try to play it in a different key. Even Hanson <laughs> will play Mbop in a completely different key. Not a half step down, not a half step up. They'll play it an entire fourth or fifth up or an entire fourth or fifth down. So it's not 
anywhere near we've their listeners' like brains. Yes, exactly. We've, we've done it like in, in E. Rush yeah. never yeah. turned down. Not once. <laughs> uh, going back to like, do you ever guys, do you guys uh, like, we kind of touched on a little bit, but for me, I always, with bands, like listening, like, and it sucks. Like, I've heard this before too. Like, I feel like, I, I think Rick Beato did a video on this recently, but I, it's really hard for me to like, I, I don't really listen to music anymore. I'll be honest with you. I listen to mostly podcasts in the car. And then I'm yeah. like, the only time I listen to music is when I'm practicing a song yeah. or doing something, you know, and maybe I'll like listen to like something in the car for like I, a couple of months ago, I listened to Insomniac by Green Day like 20 times in a row for some reason. I think that's and incredibly then, unique to musicians. And yeah. And, and then, but like for me, like growing up, I always got into phases with bands. So I would always like. I was like really into Metallica. Then I was really into I'm just gonna pick random bands. Really into In Flames. I was really into As I Lay Dying. I was really into I Killed the Prong Queen. I was really into Blink One Eighty Two for some reason and Jimmy Eight World and Deftones. And I would just like between the Barry to me, I would just like just absorb all of Dream Theater. Just absorb all their like discography that I possibly could for like a couple months, and to the point where like almost burn myself out on them yeah and then like i'd be like yeah and then like not really listen to them that much like i would and then every once in a while i'll listen back and i'll be like yeah i love this album but, it's like, the musical yeah. equivalent of binge eating you just yeah. or binge watching and exactly exactly <laughs> because we live in a culture where we're essentially put at a table like peter pan or that it's it's completely full of like random fucking pink goo and some blue goo and some some random shit you can just eat whatever you want and just be completely full musicians like us kind of step back until we have to learn something specific yeah i should mention that i uh, did all this with an ipod and torrents but i did just like uh, fbi guy killed uh, you yeah. <laughs> But um, uh, what was I gonna say? I feel like actually, like, and uh, we're posting this on Spotify, but I feel like Spotify actually ruined um some of my like music listening. To be honest with you, some some of it because like I like having albums, I, even on the iPod. I still have one. I still have an iPod Classic. I, the reason why I stopped using it is I got a newer car. And it wouldn't index all the artists and stuff like that properly. In my old car, I used to be able to like use the radio and go through and it would show all the artists. It would show albums, you know, like you could actually Fancy. like, yeah. So like it, I got a newer car, you think it would work better, but it wouldn't index anything properly. If I put new stuff on it, it wouldn't show up because it wouldn't actually like scan the entire hard drive hmm. of, of the iPod and things would be missing. And it was super frustrating. So I went to Spotify. And then I stopped using the iPod, and I felt like I actually there was like a kind of a decrease, and I can kind of trace my decrease in music listening from there. What about the iPod Touch? That, that thing never got so one. irrelevant so quick. Yeah. It was like a, almost a cell phone, but not quite. <laughs> just just had you just know had they're going for Mad Money now. Are they really? Yeah, because I think people realize that like it's nice having something that you can download like games or whatever, and mm-hmm. not have like an internet connection. And just be sitting there and like listen, 
that you can listen to music and do whatever you want on it. But mm. but I had a Zoom yeah. that I won. Remember <laughs> Zoom? It, it was it was micro, you, you Microsoft. Won a Zoom? Yeah. Wow. At a, at a what, what, what a terrible <laughs> terrible prize. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of cool. You could get the radio on it. That was a little different feature. Had wow, it, FM radio. It, it, it just it just comes, and AM. Oh yeah. It just comes down to there's when you have all this at your fingertips. When when you have the entire world at your fingertips, nothing is special. And when you have all of the music available to you all the time, every fucking track from every artist you could ever think of. With the exception of the few that you've grown up with and you've, yeah. ri- you've ripped their CDs and their local bands or whatever, with that few exception, every other band, every other genre you could ever imagine is at your fingertips. There, It's nothing special. Yeah. And that's why I started um, also like, I mean, this is before I, I, still, I had the iPod and everything, but like this is before I, for before all that, but I started correcting, correcting. Collecting records, probably, <laughs> probably like 2011. I went to a I went to a, sh- a Defeater show. Anyone knows the band Defeater? Nobody knows the band Defeater. Nope. You should. Had a mouthful of beer. Sorry, going. Nobody they're, knows the band. They're con- they ha- they're a hardcore band, but they have concept <laughs> albums with a story to each album. But each album gets more ridiculous because it's like the brother or the uncle or the priest or somebody who witnessed something of a murder or something. I don't know. Anyway. That sounds sounds very sexy. Keep going. Sounds like someone's going to get molested there. (laughs) (laughs) So while Jace is gone, run to to coverage. Oh, uh, run to coverage. Oh, shit. Close that door. Close that door. All right. So, Jay, he's fucking bald. Did you notice he's bald? He's so bald. Fucking cue ball, man. What's going on with that? The baldest man I've ever met. God, he's talking about Napster and shit. Like, how old is this guy? <laughs> Why are we... I, th- I think... I think we could do it with just... Uh, I'll play bass with my toes. <laughs> it, yeah, it's yeah, easy enough, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> is there any band worse than Hanson? I mean, does it exist? I don't think, there, I don't think it does. <sighs> I mean... There's a Hanson fan club. Could you imagine? I'd like to say they're the most overrated band ever, but yeah. they're not even rated. Not at all. No. Why would you even rate them? They're on no one's radar at all. Nobody cares. A zero out of zero. They didn't even win Mass Singer. They didn't win Mass Singer? No, they got like fourth or something. Wow. Yeah. A couple, wow. a few wows. Throw some more in there. Wow, wow. Yeah, really bad. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> all right, I think it's time for current event. And this current event is brought to you by Disney World. Do you have kids? Great. Bring them on down to Disney World and enjoy the fun. Do you not have kids? Disney World and all affiliates are pleased to announce that you are no longer welcome at any of our parks. Please continue to buy all of our products and leave your weird ass at home. Disney gives you wings. (laughs) Did I miss a commercial? (laughs) Well, I would say that uh, you're wrong because um, Disney actually has like an adult... Uh, an adult if you're gonna experience. do like Epcot only, no, I, I bro, they it. have they have like literally like li- like for like you know the ones target target. Tar- I'm, tar- I'm talking about like the 45 year old lady who's like you know a secretary or like a a te- an elementary school teacher and you know she walks in and she's got like a Mickey polo or something and. You know her. Her she's got a throw pillow of Goofy or something. It's like All come right. on, come who, on. Who's now. who's been to Disney World before? I've, I've been several times. 
Wow. Several times. Look at you. We look Damn. at you, Mr. I'm so rich. I've been to Disney World several times and I have stairs. <laughs> I, I think I, I want to no, say. You're the one with stairs. He stops on his stairs. Oh, though. he does. Mm. Oh, my God. You guys are See. fucking rich. I think I've been to Universal three times and Disney probably like four. Universal once. My parents sat through a uh, timeshare presentation to get free universal tickets. <laughs> oh, ooh, it worked? Yeah. Nice. How long was and the presentation? Four hours. Not and worth like, it. And, and three weeks. And they stuck all the kids in like an arcade room, and it was pretty cool for about 35 minutes. And then like there was three and a half hours left of me being like, there's only so much I can play. Uh, Once you got your ass kicked on Mortal Kombat, you're like, Son of the there was no Mortal Kombat. It was like, what's the one with the... Uh, what, oh, Tekken? Da- um... No, the one with the... They made a movie out of it, too, with The Rock. Um, it's got, like, the gorilla, do, do the alligator. It's, like, something with Dan... Oh, uh, uh, Rampage? Rampage. I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember Rampage, I don't yeah. Like, I don't know that was it. And they had a Simpsons one? Yeah, the Simpsons one. The, oh, like, where you gotta beat, beat people up with a skateboard? Yep. Like, yeah, that's Simpsons perfectly one. normal and not actually mad violent. <laughs> Yeah, I've never beat a ice to skate. I've never beat up people with skateboards. <laughs> I didn't either. I got a skateboard stolen. What kind of skateboard, Jeff? It was hookups. It had Abic four bearings and fucking Spitfire wheels and oh, let's, let's nerd out. In, industrial I, trucks and like, yeah, it was, it was bad. Whoa! I had a I had a, a um, flip board. Oh, and uh, Spitfire wheels. Um, but I had uh, oh, it's speed demons. Oh, nice. Yeah, I had the fingerboards, then... <laughs> <laughs> the, the tech decks. Yeah, my my, my skateboard was stolen. And a bike one too. When, when I was fourteen, I was in a Mexican band, and it never ends with you. It never ends. <laughs> <laughs> this, no, I, I've talked to you about this before. I this, no, you have. This not. is the band where, where I was in, in the group with the. Um, the Fox Kids Club, like when I was in no, early in I high school. I haven't heard any of this, no. Yeah, so we played Mexican then I music. Tried to I, Metallica. I, I, played, I played bass in this Mexican band. Insert Luca Garage over here. <laughs> no, we played like. Anyway, so I rode my skateboard a mile from my house with my bass in my hand in a fucking big ass case and then set the skateboard backstage. Played the gig, and then when I came back, my skateboard was missing. And this was like a $200 skateboard. At the time, that was a lot of money. In 1997, that was a lot of money. But 1997? Like, yeah. $200? Yeah. Wow. And did you have stairs, too? You know, I was thinking about getting stairs. Because <laughs> I, I remember... I, but remember I, had, I had a lot of abortions to pay for. <laughs> Because I was the bass player of a Mexican band. <laughs> a lot of plan B involved here. <laughs> oh boy. We we had two marimba players named Francisco. Two? <laughs> like I was just getting mad panochita, just like crazy. Two hundred dollars ninety seven is worth three hundred and seventy six dollars and twelve cents today. Yeah. Wow. Can, can you imagine? So so I remember like my dad being like sweating when I was at Zoomies and like this is like 2005 <laughs> and like the total was like 150 on the skateboard. He was like, "Oh fuck, oh, duh. what kind of can we do? <laughs> can we do anything else?" <laughs> he was so upset. How did you feel about power walking? <laughs> Which 
they got pretty good skateboards at Walmart. I'm pretty sure, right? Like they're no. I, I, one I of my first yeah, skateboards. They're not real. It's like getting a snowboard from Walmart. It's just a piece of <laughs> a piece of plastic. It's like it's all they it make is. some quality snowboards. <laughs> That's the one you have out in your garage right now. <laughs> I think that that one actually was probably a decent one. That that was Kelly's from eight, ages ago. And knowing her parents, it was probably cost a decent amount from Walmart. I'm trying to remember what kind of trucks I, I, I did have a Walmart one used in the backyard. It was okay. Was it Crux trucks? My friend had Crux. There was an. You said what was the one you said? Independent. Independent. Independent one. Yeah. I feel like I either had independent, like the, the Nazi cross on it or whatever. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And but then I had like the. I feel like it was like heart or something like that. Hmm. I forgot the name. I forgot the name of it. Damn. And then you would get the pink monkey nuts, <laughs> which were just a screw. Which were which were just the screws that you would screw the trucks on, but they were pink. They were hot pink. And your board was complete. I get those. <laughs> in in Kingston, New York, there used to be a place called TSX, and uh, like I would say, like five years ago, I found my membership card from TSX. But it was a skate. It was actually like an indoor skate park. It was pretty rad they had a really nice vert like half pipe quarter pipes fun boxes some street i tried to go to a skate park one time but the guy at the counter was rude to my dad and he said no we're not gonna go here <laughs> and i never ever got to go to a skate park do you know what the best part about a skate park was no parents. You would leave, yeah you would leave the skate park and go wherever you wanted <laughs> you would just go be like you want to go to mcdonald's yeah and you'd ride your skateboard to mcdonald's it was pretty sweet <laughs> I, I didn't, never got to do my current event. Uh, all right, so last week the current event was that rats are taking over New York City, and there's a new rats are to go and kill all the rats. Do some Charlie, some Charlie work. One by one, some Charlie work. One by one, she's going out with a gun, just shooting <laughs> every much. rat. Uh, so for this week's current event, uh, rats are good. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Rat ambassadors show off abilities to help humans and wildlife, and in their first, the first thing they list, this is uh, this is the Runa from the San Diego Zoo. Uh, she's trying to counter all the bad press about rats lately, and uh, it's two sides of every story. We got. We gotta be uh, bipartisan. We gotta be we gotta be bipartisan and non-biased. <laughs> and the first example she gives of why rats are good is <clears throat> at least twice the size of a common brown rats found in cities. African giant pouched rats like Runa are best. I guess I don't know. Wait. Uh, are best known for for ferreting out landmines and other explosive materials on old battlefields in Angola. Jesus Mozan, Christ. Mozambique, your what? favorite, and My Cambodia. Favorite. Earning the nickname Hero Rats. So the, so the first example is, no, they're good. We use them as as cannon fodder, basically, to just blow up these mines. <laughs> but I mean, like, where are there mines in New York City? Like, there's just bombs that need to be exploded in New York City? <laughs> they, they were tasked with detecting oh, detecting smuggling How come goods? they couldn't detect 9-11? Including tank. <laughs> Tell me that. That's the story I want to hear. <laughs> they they could have stopped. What <laughs> they good are these fucking rats? <laughs> they couldn't detect 9 11, okay? They, they could have stopped uh, COVID because apparently they're supposed to be able to, to detect uh, pangolins. Do you know where the bubonic plague comes from? <laughs> fleas on rats, okay? See, it wasn't the rats. Could though, they it was detect the fleas. the fleas? Could they detect the fleas? <laughs> It's but yeah, this person just goes on and on saying that rats are good, and they even they they say the 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 new rat czar's name. Uh, so they list her by name. Um, 
saying that it's bullshit <laughs> and that these rats are good for everybody. I mean, have you seen Pizza Rat? No. You don't know Pizza Rat? No. I guess every meme earns his day to die, I guess. <laughs> You've never seen Pizza Rat? I'm not a big meme guy. I don't I can't name you specific <laughs> I, memes. I, I, I don't I don't have online. I don't do the internet. <laughs> I mean, if I saw a meme, I saw it, and I was like, ha, I don't remember that and use it a hundred times. Like, when did you get that cell phone? I don't know. 19, first, 19, video, first video of some, tra- some trash YouTube channel that says, remember Pizza Rat? <laughs> that's old man Nick. Oh, no, I, I actually, I saw that on the news. The, the rat that's just dragging the slice of pizza down the stairs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I saw it on the news. Yeah, that's pizza. But rat. I never saw it online as a meme. I have a uh, musical current event. Good. All right. Oh, I have to do a sponsor first because oh, yeah. you know. Sponsor. Well, I have a. I have a. I want to sponsor uh, your. I want to sponsor your sponsor. Okay. So I'm we sure, have a, I'm sure they'll appreciate. We have that. a sponsor for the sponsor. <laughs> Wait. Well, we should make sure there's no conflicting interests. But it's it's, it's, it's Sandy Westerson's s- second campaign. He, oh, he, re- he really wanted me to. He really all right. All right. This will, this will be better. Right. This is better than mine. All right. Oh, this, let's turn it on. Right. <laughs> Hi, Sandy Westerson here again with another important message about the, the state of our great country. Speed bumps account for the average yearly murder of 1.1 million front axles and 2.3 million shocks. This madness cannot go on. My local Panera Bread has two of these devils on the way into the parking lot, which dismembers cars every single day. I have to go in through the exit to pick up my cream of broccoli soup for my wife and I. This is Sandy Westerson for President. Together we can make America flat again. <laughs> Thank you, Sandy Westerson. <laughs> And, and what Sandy Wesserson was uh, sponsoring is, um, so my, <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely cutting that as the worst, just that's cut, the worst ad I've ever just heard. Cut, <laughs> cutting everything, cutting everything. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Jace. <laughs> we just cut the last two and a half hours of this podcast. And uh, I'd like to tell you about a new new movie I watched. It's called I Want to Dance with Somebody. It, I want to dance with somebody. It is the Whitney Houston story. Uh, you know, I actually was thinking that would be a kind of a cool, like, a, a main topic. Like, what our favorite, like, movie, like, music movies are. Okay. You know? If you're going to interrupt this piece, <laughs> then you're going to have to pay back Blowjobs because they Ooh. sponsored this piece and Sandy Wesserson that. sponsored Blowjobs. I got I to gotta pay back both of them then. <laughs> no, no, but I want to dance with somebody. The Whitney Houston story is a fucking incredible. It's two and a half hours, so get ready <laughs> but it is really really good it's inspiring what, uh, what was your biggest takeaway i got a 42 percent round tomatoes oh. i don't believe jace really only 42 <laughs> i looked it up i was like am i watching right. the, the movie is really good the actress that plays whitney houston phenomenal i don't know how much of the voice is hers versus how much is actually whitney houston's when did it come out I don't know. I don't is it know. recent? I, it's it's pretty recent. Okay. I just I just saw it on Netflix uh, yesterday, hmm. and it was really really good. What was her um, upbringing like? Uh, she was actually a lesbian. the the, the really? whole thing The whole thing with like uh, wait not not Chris Brown. Who's who's the guy that? Um, R. The, Kelly. No. <laughs> no. 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 Um, Michael Jackson. 
No, who's... Uh, is it Chris Brown? It might be Chris Brown. No, that was Rihanna. Or, um, oh, God, I'm so bad at this. Anyway, no, no, no. The movie is really... <laughs> Bobby Brown. That's that's the Bobby, yeah. Bobby yeah. Brown. That that's okay. So okay. So here's the thing with Bobby Brown. She was in love with this other girl that she was hanging out with basically since she was a teenager, but because her producers wanted her, th- this was the '80s, right? The, the like the late '80s. So mm-hmm. being gay wasn't vogue. So they wanted her to date men, and so she ended up getting married to Bobby Brown, having kids, and all the stuff. And Bobby Brown never beat her or do anything like that. Like I thought. Like I, 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 I thought he was abusive too. Yeah, exactly. I thought. I thought he probably he was got abusive. her hooked on crack. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, there was this whole whole drug thing. This whole Bobby Brown. This whole um, issue with her career and her children and her producers and all stuff. It's very very compelling. I highly recommend. Interesting. It. Yeah. All right. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. No, you won't. No, it's on Netflix. So we're gonna it watch is. It. Yeah. it is. It's two and a half hours. That's fine. I got two and a half hours, probably. I'm a very busy man, you know. <laughs> I got a lot of things to do, you know. And, like uh, play Grand Tours and stuff. Did I mention I'm a millionaire? <laughs> oh my God, that should be an episode that okay. we talk about. No, no problem. Um, l- let me just say that the surprise I have for you guys has to do with this Whitney Houston documentary. So, listeners, what you don't know is I... I Tease these fellas with a surprise that I have for them, and I'm not going to tell them what it is until next episode. And I'm going to tease them all fucking week with little hints and little clues, and they're never going to know what I'm talking about. It's Ear Sausage Studio t-shirts. It might be Ear Sausage. Wait, what do we call Ear Sauce? Oh, I'm fucking trying. Ear Sausage Studios t-shirts. Jay's going to have to crash here tonight. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mike, what is your your favorite musical movie? Like like a not a not a documentary like behind you the lighted stage that doesn't count it's a straight up documentary like a reenactment type of thing like you saw. I actually really like that thing you do uh, of a real band of a real band real band or artist or whatever. I really like the Doors one with Val Kilmer. That comes to mind. It's I actually never one seen of the that better one. ones. That's really good. Um, there's the Bohemian Rhapsody that was really good. I still haven't seen that. I really want to see that. <laughs> just just skip the whole movie. Watch the last like yeah, 15 the live, minutes. The live eight part. 18 minutes. Yeah. They, they also really messed yeah. with the timeline on a couple of things. Like he didn't know he had AIDS right before the, the live eight show. And that was like a pretty pivotal moment they made in the movie. But he, he didn't know he had AIDS like a year after that or something. Oh, shit. Yeah. But for, it was for, pretty, for pacing, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was pretty cool that like while they're while they're filming that the a- actual queen is off the side of the stage and they're just watching. And they're like, uh, uh, Brian May was talking about it. And he was he was like, I literally thought it was us for a second. Like they looked so <laughs> close to us and they played so well and everything. It's like, like, wait, it's wait, like, we have it's AIDS. like they traveled back in time. <laughs> we all have AIDS. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Well, yeah, the, the cast, the casting <laughs> that movie was really good. The NWA movie was was decent. Straight to Compton, that one. I've seen yeah. that, and I've seen that in the drive-through. Really, uh, drive-through, cool. drive-in. So, explain to our <laughs> listeners what a drive-through yeah, is. Yeah, I'm gonna look up how many are left. I uh, guarantee well, it's less than two hundred. Is what's shown <laughs> in the, no, no, no. In the straight to Compton. I mean, that's when you take an Uzi. And you just light up whoever's sitting there. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, straight out of condom. <laughs> Go on. 
or scorpion, whatever, whatever, whatever submachine gun fits your fans. Maybe an MP5. There's 321, 321 driving movie theaters left in the U.S. And uh, so there's two in the Hudson Valley that I know of. There's another in oh. um, Kaksaki has one. Oh, really? Yeah. Kaksaki has one? Yeah. It's, it's way smaller, but they have four screens. Makes no sense. Interesting. So there's one in Hyde Park. There's one in um, Overlook. Overlook, which is closer to you. Yeah. We used to go to both. I seen so as a kid. I seen a lot of movies at the drive-in. Yeah, it's a decent amount. It was always the mosquitoes would come out though, and just oh, harass you so much. We never. I was always in the car. Uh, we were never at. We, never we usually had like the back open. Oh you know? uh, yeah. Don't worry, listeners. This will all be cut. It's already eleven o'clock. Well, well, that's why you need to just get the ninety-nine percent deep and just (laughs) just spray it on. I know. That's why you need to subscribe to our OnlyFans because yes, not only can you see our ad, but you can watch all of our sausage, sausage, (laughs) all of our cut material that doesn't make it to the podcast at earsausagestudios.meet. We really should start the OnlyFans and have it only be sausage. <laughs> just random, like, every time we're cooking sausage, just take a little video. A little bratwurst. Post it, yeah. yeah. All that stuff. I would pay for that. <laughs> should we do, like, a proper, like, sign-off? Should we do, like, how we kind of started with, like, I'm Jason? Sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. We should say we're in a band. Together? That, or, or, no, just one of us say we're in a band. <laughs> no, 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 all of us together. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't make me do this. <laughs> Three, <laughs> Three, two, one. We're, We're in a band. band. Oh, that, oh, I did it wrong. I'm sorry. What are you, an ostrich over there? Is that D on Halloween? <laughs> D on Halloween. Shut up, you bird. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a band. I'm Jay. I'm the. I'm the oh, you already know who I am. <laughs> I'm Nick. Mike. <laughs> we're out of here. Hopefully for good. Please cancel us. <laughs> Please cancel. <laughs> Just sue us. Do whatever you got to do to get us get us off the air. Here's Austin Studios. Tiki Bomb. Props. <laughs> Shoutouts. Bye.